Welcome for a new recording session of our podcast, HR Meetup, a project sponsored by the non-profit association, thepodcastfactory.org, Le Plaza Hotel Brussels, and Transforma Brussels, a co-working space and innovation center. Tonight, on our mic, we have Lenka. Hello. Hello, Lenka. And as you may have noticed, this is not Caroline speaking, but Camille. And I'm joining HR Meetup for a few recording sessions. So there is already a podcast that you recorded, I think, a year ago, Lenka? Yeah, I think it was like one year and a half ago already. <laughs> okay, so if you want to know more about Lenka, you can clearly go and the link will be uh, below this podcast and discover more about her. But in a few words, so you are a change manager and a coach. Yeah, exactly. And tonight you are here because you want to share a few events that you are organizing with a team of five coaches, if I understood well. Yeah. And uh, I'm really looking forward to get to know more about these events. Could you share what it is? What's the name of the project? And, and then we'll go and deep dive in this. So I would like to invite everybody for our event, Power for Action Academy. We have three different dates for which I would like to invite the auditors. And one date is already at the end of August, so 27th and 28th of August in Liège. Then we have another session in Namur, so in October 23rd and 24th October, and in um, Liège again in December, 10th okay. and 11th December. So, yeah, maybe what, what is it about? Yeah, so you said Powerful Action Academy. Mm -hmm. So can you tell... Yeah. Us a bit more about what this is and yeah so power for action academy comes from our organization actually we are called power for action team and we are a team which help people change in a different way so really take a different approach to the to the change and not to strive for more for better for higher but take a step back and take meaningful actions when you say change is this related to professional life or is this also something that people can apply to their, their personal everyday life well definitely it combines both the change which which is actually promoted during this event is related to two axes so a personal change in uh, uh, behavior and also a change that happens around us so it's individual change in behavior or something which we need to respond, which comes from outside and we have no control over. Which happens often. Yeah, which happens often. In yeah. life, kind yeah. of. <laughs> exactly, exactly, yeah. And so how have you designed this event? So you mentioned three dates, two locations, so Liège yeah. and Namur. Yeah. But so if I come to Aten, what can I expect? What are we going to talk about and how will it be organized? Mm -hmm. All three dates are the same actually so the first session which will be at the end of august is organized in four uh, teams and the way how we design the days are that every day there will be a program in english and a program in french so two days always two programs so four different programs each day one program two different workshops so there will be in total eight different workshops at covering different areas 
And maybe I'll start with the program in English because we are recording in English. So Yeah, and because you have already explained. So we had a first podcast in French for the French-speaking people. And maybe if you want here to focus on the other subjects that we have less dive into in the French podcast, could be interesting. Ah, yes, sure, okay. So we will have a program in English which is targeted on personal productivity. And we cover two topics, so procrastination and really how to manage the time, how to manage overwhelm with tasks, which we, uh, which we need to face at the moment quite a lot. So a lot on prioritization. Second theme is in English managing in uncertain conditions. And this covers two important topics. And one is managing emotions during change. And second is how to prevent burnout. These are effectively quite related because with the change, a lot of emotions, a lot of overwhelm, and sometimes we happen to finish in burnout. So these, these are two programs, two themes in, in English, and then we have two themes in French. So first day is take control of your life and career. And this is again covering the overwhelm of tasks and things to do. So there is a workshop help, I don't have time. Mm -hmm. And before there is a three hour workshop on assertiveness, because when we talked with Michelle in the, in the French speaking podcast, sometimes it's important to say no and really be assertive so that you have more time for the projects that make sense to you and to the company. It's part of the time management to be able to say no to some of the things that you exactly you need to do okay. exactly and another theme in in french is to encourage and support the change in your team so first part is about managing the team which needs to go through the change and second part is how to go through through the change because the change brings a lot of uncomfort you are suddenly in the new zone, which sometimes feel very uncomfortable. So what kind of steps you need to take so that this uncomfortable zone becomes a new zone of comfort okay. so that you feel really comfortable doing any change? Yeah, which is definitely in helpful in yeah. a professional and personal yeah. life. So you mentioned managing through change. You make a distinction in the events for people that are managing and for the people, the team, people that are mm -hmm. part of the team, because I think it, it, you can have two sides of the same coin, whether you are the one managing the change or whether you are the one that is more following, I would say, from the strategy perspective. How you, do you distinguish that? So uh, there is one workshop, Leader and Manager PEPS, which is really focused more on managing uh, people and managing change and helping people to be more in their power. And another workshop, how to manage emotions during change, it's a little bit covering both. So how can you manage, how you can manage your own emotions, but also how you can face emotions of other people. For sure, because your emotions are spread out all, I mean, exactly. over the people that yeah. surrounded you. And you have to deal with emotions from other people yeah, that absolutely. you work with. Absolutely. I can hear that there is a quite important focus on emotions. Mm -hmm. Is this something that you see rising up in the considerations that companies have? Because 
from my experience, emotions at work were something that was kind of put on the side. Is this the willingness to bring the topic up or have you felt kind of um, a request from the companies to work on that specific topic? I understand that emotions sometimes make people afraid. And sometimes I have a feeling that in the business context, it's almost like a bad word being in emotions. But emotions are so important for actually putting us in the motion. So when we feel motivated, when we feel happy, then we have positive emotions which drive us and which give us the strength to, to go forward. But on the contrary, if we are in emotions like stress or fear or anger, it can really block us to move forward and sometimes also affects our decisions. So I think it's really important to be able to voice this phenomenon in the companies and teach people how to deal with emotions and how to just accept them and use them for the good purpose. So I see there are some companies which are maybe on a higher level in terms of emotion, like managing emotions. They have also some trainings, but there are still some companies which uh, kind of don't consider emotions as something Positive. matter for the business yeah but yeah we are human beings and we we really drive on emotions so if there are emotions that can stop us we really need to work uh, with them and somehow neutralize them and on the contrary if we don't feel so great we need to build uh, build up some positive emotions to move forward yeah emotions like dealing with emotions it's a really key point when you are working on preventing burnout absolutely and Well, burnout in general is quite a complex topic. A topic my colleague Ruth Friedman made a study about burnout and she really came up with the conclusion it's such a vast topic and managing emotions is just one part of it. Know. It's a lot about uh, having sense at work, uh, doing work that makes sense. And so she's really thinking that it's something that needs to be handled in a more structured and, and more holistic, co holistic way. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Mm. So in the workshop about how to prevent burnout, she touches a lot on the managing emotion side, but also what else do we need to put in place? So she gives this workshop with uh, Eleanor Snyers as well. Can you tell us a bit more how will the coaches and the people attending the workshops interacting together? Yeah, so we always want to combine the theory with practice. So there will be a little part theoretical, of course. The basis. And then the basis. And then we give a lot of space to experiment, to apply some tools that we bring or that we developed so that people can reflect on their own personal situation and find some answers, find some solutions and maybe see some light <laughs> in certain <laughs> topics <laughs> and especially bring back some some tools, some tips, how to handle these areas like productivity, change, emotions and so on. So they can expect to learn like the theory and some tips and tricks that I can 
apply during the during workshop, the workshop to their specific exactly. situation, yeah. but that they can also bring back home yeah. so they can continue to work on their specific situation with different angles yeah. using the different tools that they will have learned. Okay. Absolutely. That's yeah. great. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And so you mentioned Ruth that is working with you. Yeah. You are a team of five people. So we are all together five who are organizing this academy, Power for Action Academy. So I mentioned Ruth Friedman, she's very much into burnout and also compassion, how to deal with emotions. Then another colleague is Eleanor Snyers, which has a background in marketing. She is a business coach, also very much interested in feminine leadership. Mm -hmm. She made a study on that as well. Very interesting and current topic. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Then another person in our team is Charlene Gokema who is specializing in sales, but he's also a very experienced trainer and a coach. And uh, Dominique Lemel, who is uh, more spe specializing in management, and he, he's got his own model, uh, PEPS, how to be in power, in personal power, by bringing pleasure, meaning at work, and also managing well the, the energies, like emotional, mental energy. Okay, so we have Powerful Action Academy. So it's three times two days. First is in August in uh, Liège. Mm -hmm. And then we'll have Namur in October. And then Liège again in December. Yes. So we have the what, who, and the when. Uh, regarding the why, we have mm -hmm. talked a bit about it regarding the emotions. But can you share with us why you decided to create these uh, mm -hmm. workshops? The reason why we made uh, created this Power for Action Academy was to give opportunities to to the companies, bigger or smaller, to send their employees to those small workshops that cover different topics. Often, what we what we saw in the companies was that sometimes it's difficult to organize a specific training for a bigger group of people, and there are different needs of everybody and different needs at a different time so really that was uh, that was the idea behind give more flexibility to the companies easy and organization easier, easy organization you just send the people who who need or who, who would like to attend these trainings and also for smaller companies it's not that easy to organize like a in-company training so they can send people to the power for action academy and the idea is also to give people a very intensive dive into a lot of topics <laughs> mm -hmm. so that they can learn a lot and have a lot of new information, new insights that they can apply in their, in their daily life and at, at work. And what I could see also from my perspective, it's when you work in a big company, you often have the training with all your colleagues. Mm -hmm. And sometimes it, it can also be nice to just step out of your everyday life at work and to get to workshops where with people that have a complete different experience than yours. Absolutely. That can be very, very valuable to the situation Absolutely. you're in. So, uh, Absolutely. I see it more and more often that we need to get out from our companies and get insights from other companies, other markets, different types of people. It's really very enriching. So yeah, you're absolutely right. It's a, it's a good point. Thank it's, you. it's also a way to have people like connected together from exactly. different backgrounds yeah, and yeah, uh, absolutely yeah yeah okay great and so 
Can you give us a bit more details on how we can register for the event, how much it's going to cost and how many space available you, mm -hmm. you have? So we have a link where people can see all the details about the workshops, the content, what's what's included. Okay, and we will put the link below the, the podcast. Mm -hmm. And at that link, there is also another link to <laughs> sign up. So there are two options. Either you go directly and sign up. It will take you to the website of Eventbrite. Okay, you Eventbrite, can buy the yeah. ticket and uh, get your place, secure your place there. Or if it's a company who would like to send a group of participants, they can contact us. There is a link, leave us a message. So they can just contact us and we will make a special offer for, for group participation. In terms of the cost, the price per day is 195 euros, VAT included. Or without VAT, 161. <laughs> That's for the price and all the, the link and details. Exactly. And so how many people can attend the workshops? There is maximum capacity per, per room, 30 people. So for each day, we have 30 people for programming English, 30 people for programming French. Okay, because so we did not mention, but can you tell us where it's going to be in Liège and in Namur related yeah. like that? Uh... Yeah, so in Liège, it will be in Château de Colonster, so it's area of a circle of Wallonie. Okay. And in Namur, it's again the place where, where there is circle of Wallonie. Okay, great. So I think we have all the information regarding this event. So for people listening to the podcast, if you are interested in joining these events, don't wait too long because the first event is at the end of August. So you should re register now. So as you know, we have three questions that we ask at the end of every podcast, but you have already answered them and the first podcast you recorded a year and a half ago. So we are not going to go back to the questions, but maybe talk about a topic that is really, uh, I would say, burning at the moment. So the burnouts. <laughs> and if you could like, share with us how you feel about how this topic is being considered and handled uh, within companies today. Yeah. Mm -hmm. What do you see from the, the coach perspective? Well, I, I must say that Ruth Friedman is more expert than I, but what she shared uh, with me was that there are some companies who have really certain system in place, how to manage burnout. But the challenge with the burnout is that it is complex. It is a complex topic and there are different reasons of burnout. So it's not so easy to, to cover everything, every aspect. But I think it's also this kind of attention to to the employees, like you have your manager and if manager is not attentive and see certain signals that you, there are some signals that you might go into burnout, I think there should be really active support of, of people like that. There is a lot of pressure at, the, exactly. at various level within the company and exactly. so taking care of others is not always easy because you, I mean, everybody is kind of trying to take care of themselves. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. And yeah, exactly. Exactly. That's, uh, that's why it's not an easy topic to, to handle. And I think it really, it also depends on the type of the company and on the level of pressure sure. at each company and how much the, the people aspect is in the center compared to the profit mm -hmm. aspect and yeah. efficiency. Putting... Well, I talked about personal productivity, but yeah, 
productivity in general sometimes can yeah you you can keep like you you can remain productive mm -hmm. at a personal level in your professional life without being burned out so it's really a matter of balancing yeah. what you can achieve and setting i would say high standards but still really like as you mentioned before being self-compassionate mm -hmm. and and taking care of your own needs so so it's not going too far and like also the assertivity being able to say mm -hmm. no when you feel that this is too much yeah yeah i think you're making a very good point because the company can put in place a very good system but in the end it's also a responsibility for, of each person to maybe to just say stop i can't anymore i need to take a break and need to just uh, put my life together and yeah. ask for step help step back step back yeah. yeah it's not easy i think it's really not an easy process because when you are at the at the edge of burnout you just you're just so tired that it's very difficult to take mm -hmm. that step back and yeah maybe as a last question if you would have an advice to give to people that are in the work field like and to kind of help them to notice some of the pre signals mm -hmm. that could lead to burnout because as you mentioned like when you are at the edge you are kind of too far already mm -hmm. often Yeah. Uh, I feel that that's the case. So if you could maybe share with us from you, your experience, some of the, the signals that could be uh, seen before this edge. Yeah, there are definitely one, one part which is related to general overwhelm. Like you're always like chasing, chasing everything. You have a feeling that you can't stop. So that's for me quite a big signal. And that's the moment when each of the person should really allow himself or herself to stop to take a step back and just look at the things in a yeah. Yeah, brief and, brief and, step and, back. and also take time to really like organize uh, say well decide where to say no decide maybe yeah i need to talk to someone i need to ask for help because that's quite difficult for the people who have high standards. Sure. Often people who have really high standards, they want to uh, deliver the results. They go a little bit over their edge and then it's just too late. They have also this responsibility towards other people, towards the company. But when, yeah, when the burnout is there, <laughs> they can't do anything, so. Okay, thank you very much. So for the people listening, if you want to get tips also and how to prevent burnout and know more on how to be to feel well at at work i would say because i i like dealing with emotions but also productivity time management and so on i think it's really something that would help people feel better at work do not hesitate and join the the three events that we mentioned today thank you alenka thank you very much Camille, for the interview